gentlemen, welcome. It is another episode of the Pluto Brothers Podcast, and we have a special guest today. One thing we want to do is inspire people to start their journey in martial arts. And we've seen this young gentleman, he's starting his fight career, he has a serious pedigree behind him, and we get to talk to a young up-and-coming mixed martial arts athlete, Khalil Silva. Khalil, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Could it be better? Awesome. Nice. Well, thanks. I'm glad to have you on the show. One thing that we notice a lot is your training, man. You are going savage with the training right now. I know you have a fight coming up. I know you're an amateur fighter right now. What inspires you to take on this career path in mixed martial arts? Man, is it being around it my whole life kind of just, you know, motivated me to, to do it, you know? Uh, I've been training my whole life and I've always wanted to, you know, to at least do a couple amateur fights. And, you know, if if it takes me to the professional route, which I'm, I'm hoping it does, uh, I want to I want to test myself and I want to see, you know, what what I can do with this, you know. And in terms of motivation, just seeing my dad up until, you know, he's in almost 50 and he's still doing this at the highest level. You know, he's training every single day. He never stops training like at all every single day he's training and just seeing the type of dedication and the hard work that he puts in it motivates me as well you know and it's it's awesome to do it with him too nice yeah good nice father and son son bonding um so martial arts has been in your dna your whole life i'm presuming so when did when did you start training how old I started training at around seven, eight years old with my brother. Um, like all my cousins, we all we all did it because the gym was very close to, to our house, the gym that we used to train at. And we started with Muay Thai. And then from then on, we just, you know, kept kept on. And once I moved to the U.S., uh, my brother started boxing. He's been boxing for a long, long time. I think that's the, the path that he wants to take right now. And um, I started boxing with him too, and then I transitioned into into kickboxing, and now we're we're both at at that right now. Beautiful. So walk us through what a what your current training regimen. You're getting ready for a fight. What does it look like? Are you? Is this? Walk us through a, a standard training week in the Silva family. So so pretty much uh, Mondays uh, we uh, we wake up in the morning. We do our you know a typical warm up, uh, shadow boxing, and then uh, we do boxing. And then at the end, we do uh, a bunch of kicking, like a, a bunch, a bunch of kicking. Sometimes it, we shoot for, well, right now we don't even shoot for a time. Like we start as early as we can. And then it usually goes like an hour and a half, two hours. But then sometimes it could go to three hours, four hours, you know, like, and it doesn't even feel too long because there's so many like little things that my dad shows us that, you know, it just takes a little while to, to explain or like, it's a bunch of little tricks, you know, mm. in two hours of like hard training. And then another hour of just like explaining little things, you know, and like, oh, you move this way. Or like, if you want to go do this, you do, you know, this thing. It's like a bunch of little things. So that's how, you know, the all of the week basically goes. And then on Fridays, we don't do hard sparring. We do technical sparring. And then... um Saturday, we just go on a run, and then Sunday is, is a rest day. So only one rest day out of the week? Yeah, yeah. And uh, rehab, do you guys focus on a lot of stretching, mobility? Or oh, yeah. Is it just, yeah. 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 What, uh, what percentage is uh, built into there? 
the routine? Uh, well, probably at because at the end of training we do we do abs. We do a lot of a lot of abs, and then we stretch. That probably takes about an hour. Yeah. Cool. Well, probably like like forty minutes. Yeah. Now, one thing I wanted to ask because martial arts is you know it's a it's a family affair. It, do you find that your life is a lot different than say other kids that you hang out with? Are you way more regimented or do you still get to go have fun and do things like video games? And I, I see that you like the, the ARs shooting, uh, shooting the, uh, the um, airsoft, sorry. Uh, what's the, what, what do you do for fun? How do you mix it in? What does it compare to other kids' lifestyle that you, you're friends with? Man, a, a bunch of my friends that I I know, they are in the same world as me. Uh, I, I I have this kid. He's my um, coach's son. His name is Nico. He works harder than anybody I have ever met. You know, like sometimes I ask him the same question that you're asking me, like, bro, what do you do to like, you know, do you just train, you know? And but I have a lot of friends that um, that also train. So, you know, we, we train together, we spend time that way. And then, you know, I just play video games like uh, Call of Duty and stuff like that uh, in my downtime. And, you know, that's pretty much it, play soccer and stuff like that. Really cool. I'm curious, what sort of uh, focus is your meal planning and nutrition and what are you doing on that side of things? Man, it's, it's crazy because my meal prepping should be a lot better than what it is right now. <laughs> I, like my my how do I say um, metabolism it's pretty like fast like I've been blessed to have you know to get my dad's side of uh, genetics uh, that I don't I don't really have to do much to lose weight and like uh, my last fight I was supposed to fight at 155 and I was training and then like I was in a strict diet plan and then I wanted to do sauna because I was just going crazy I was like man I need to make this weight and then my coach was like, dude, relax. Like, you don't need to do all that. Just, like, sleep it off. You'll probably lose about one to two pounds when you wake up. And I was like, all right. So then I went to sleep at, like, 156, and I woke up at 153. I was like, bro, that's – how did that even happen, you know? Yeah. So sometimes I don't, I don't think about it too much, and I don't try to, you know, to obsess over it, over the, the diet part of things, but I definitely need to, to get better at that. Really cool. So what's yeah. what's uh what's the fight name you're going with? Are you gonna stick to Spider? You're gonna go branch out into your own? Do you have, De- have a fight name yet? Definitely not Spider, but I don't have one yet. Yeah, I feel like how, it, it'll come when the time is right. It will just come. How how do fighters develop their fight name? I've always been curious, and it's nice because we get to be with you before you've you've yeah. uh, stick. So it's it's interesting. Like, what do you wait for when you're developing your fight name, or what is I it? Def- to, it's interesting because I never really like sat down like, okay, I need to, I need to figure this name out. Like I need to figure out a fight name, you know, like for, for my dad, for example, he wasn't the one that chose the spider uh, when he used to fight uh, in pride. Uh, the announcer actually called him like the spider. Cause he mentioned in the uh, backstage that he liked Spider-Man. He was wearing a Spider-Man shirt. And then she just happened to call him the spider when she announced it. And then it just stuck, you know? Uh, but for me, I don't, I don't really know, man. I never really thought about it. My, my coach always calls me uh, uh, the dragon, the Brazilian dragon. And then I kind of, I really like dragons. So I was like, you know, maybe we'll, we'll stick to that. I'm not sure. So yeah, 
That's a good yeah, bit. That's not bad. That's so not bad. Brazilian, are you doing a lot of jujitsu? Uh, we we do jujitsu once a week when we're not in camp for fighting. Uh, but we definitely stay uh, stay locked in with with jujitsu as well. Yeah. What would you say is your strongest part? The strongest part of your game right now? My stand up for sure. I yeah. like kicking. I used to do I used to do a bunch of different martial arts growing up. I did taekwondo. I did judo. I did a little bit of jujitsu. Um, but kicking has always been my thing. <clears throat> like I I love doing taekwondo. I did it for a little while when I was like 10 years old and then I went back to it once I moved to the U.S. Uh, but yeah my kicking is for sure my strongest part of my game. And I wanted to touch a bit on the, the Brazil thing like I look at you guys um, Instagram accounts and, and YouTube and you guys are a typical Brazilian style family just how, how you guys operate. What type of Brazilian traditions do you guys still carry forward and, 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 and use like your, your dad is obviously um, lived there a majority of his life. You are now um, probably American born, correct? Um, no, I was I was born in Brazil, and I okay. moved here when I was twelve. Twelve, nice. okay. And yeah. so, do you guys still keep a lot of the traditions from there? Do you go visit a lot? How big of an impact does Brazil have on your uh, lifestyle? Yeah, we uh, we visit. We try to visit once a year for for the holidays because a majority of our family is out there. My cousins, uncles, everybody's out there. So we try to go out there for, for the holidays, for sure. But one thing that will always be with us is the food, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was actually looking for. Which yeah. is, what's, what's the favorite dishes? Man, probably feijoada, beans and rice and picanha and stuff like that. Uh, when we go out to eat, we always go to Brazilian restaurants. Uh, nice. There's a bunch uh, near where, where we live. So that's, that's something that will always be with us. So you're putting the pieces of the puzzle together and your journey is progressing gradually. I'm curious to see you know, what's the North star. Where do you want to take this? Where do you want it to go? Man, we'll, we'll see where, where, where it takes me, man. But I, I just want to be able to always test myself, you know, always go a step further than what I did previously. You know, if that, if that's in, in kickboxing, then, you know, let it be in kickboxing. But if it takes me the MMA route, let it be MMA. But I always want to take it a step further every time, you know? So I, I couldn't really tell you right now uh, the end absolute angle because, you know, I'm, I'm just starting my, in my career, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking to always take it a step further, you know, after amateur kickboxing, I want to go to professional. And, you know, I'm still going to stay locked in with jujitsu and wrestling and all of those things. And if an opportunity arises for me to transition to MMA, of course, that would, you know, that that would be it, you know, because just that that storyline of, you know, my dad being in the UFC and then me going into the, the UFC and then having him there, like it would be it would be a dream come true for me, for sure. That's really cool. And. I really wanted to now dive into mindset because mindset, if you're not a fighter, if you are a fighter, is something that is universal. And for those who don't know, you are uh, the son of Anderson Silva, who is a amazing UFC fighter, probably one of the best pound per pound fighters to ever done it. But because of that, it casts a shadow, right? And it provides a lot of pressure for you, for somebody who may be doing martial arts. They don't really have anybody watching. They can figure their way out. Can you talk about how you deal with the pressures of outside eyes expecting you to be something, but you trying to develop 
as a, a martial artist yourself? Man, it's, it, it'll always be there. You know, the comparisons will always be there. So I, I kind of just try to just do my own thing. You know, I don't, I don't really listen to, to the outside crowd. You know, I don't, I, you know, I cancel the noise and I don't listen to that. Uh, because if I, no matter if, if it's good or bad, you know, there's people could come up to me and say, dude, like you're the best. You're so good. Like your dad is Anderson Silva. And you know, that could get to your head and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm the best. Like none of these guys could be me. And like, you know, I'm the best and that could get to your head. And then that could be your downfall, you know, because at the same time, uh, they could be praising you and you, you know, you're down here and you're saying you're up here and then you let it get to your head and, you know, you can never get there, you know? And same thing with, with the bad criticism, you know, some people, they, they might not even watch any of your fights. They might not even watch any of your trainings. They might not even know you. And they say, dude, like you, you suck. Like you don't, you know, like they could just criticize you without not, not even knowing you. So it's, it's like a medium, like you need to be able to cancel out, you know, the good and the bad and just, you know, focus on what you want to do, you know, what, what I want to do and what my goals are and where, where I see myself, you know, I'm always looking to improve and to be better than I was yesterday. And as long as I'm happy with myself and my performance, I don't think I could ever disappoint myself. You know, I listen to the people that are close to me, my brother and my dad, and, you know, they'll, they'll always be honest with me and always keep me level-headed and, you know, in, in my place. So I'm, you know, I, I kind of just, you know, listen to them in order to, you know, deal with the pressure. And do you, how do you stay centered? Do you meditate? Do you have a morning routine? What's your practice look like? Man, I just, uh, sometimes in, in, in the morning, I just, no phones, no, no social media, no anything like that. And I just, I have a, a vision board in my, in my room and I just write things in there and I just look at that and I just focus on that for a minute. And then I go on about my day. It's really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, do you notice a lot of differences because you are coming up in a fight world where social media is everything and you have uh, people like a Conor McGregor who is just personality and is more of a, a celebrity than even a fighter right now. Do you find that it's different how you're coming up in the fight game versus to, you know, some of the older people who didn't even have these technologies before? And, and how, what do you find the differences are? Man, 100%. I, I always look at that. You know, if you look at fighters 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like it, they weren't, even though they were stars, if they were in today's time with social media and all of this, they would be out of here. You know, it would be so many economic, well, I wouldn't say that, but it would be a lot of, a lot of superstars, you know, right. in the MMA world. And then the MMA would be so much bigger. And social media was, is, is a huge part of that, you know? Uh, the way fighters market themselves, like Sean O'Malley and, you know, Conor McGregor. And I feel like, like, like Ryan Garcia is another huge example of that. You know, social media just brought them into a whole different light, you know, them and the sport. And I think, I think it's a good thing. You know, guys like, like Jake Paul and, 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 and Logan Paul, they're bringing new eyes to, to the sport of boxing. And I think that's, that's very important. You know, as much as people don't like them or don't like the way they they do things it's, it's marketing you know at the end of the day it's going to help everyone else you know and i i think that's that's, that's really good
awesome. Do you, I'm curious to learn a little bit, like you're, you're training so hard and intensely. Uh, how do you deal with injuries? Because right now I'm dealing, with, I'm dealing with a dislocated rib and I'm having a hard time. I, I'm curious to, to hear how you deal with injuries. Man, I, the, the past few months, like I, I injured my shoulder, uh, my knuckles were messed up. Uh, I've broken my pinky before, like it's, it's tough, but I just, it's important to, to have rest days, you know, mm-hmm. as much as like my shoulder, for example, it wasn't something that completely restricted me from, from training, but if I'm over there, like overworking it and overworking it, it's just going to be more, it, it's going to hurt more and it's going to be an even longer recovery, you know? So it's, it's important to know when, when to stop for a little bit, because, you know, it's, it's okay to stop and you know recover and take that time to to heal your body you know so i we just do ice baths we do a lot of uh, water workouts just you know light swimming uh for cardio too we we do a lot of uh, water-based stuff and um yeah just massage and 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 therapy and stuff like that you know nothing too crazy nice as a as a fighter one of the things that i always am so interested in is how you deal with fear, right? Because when you are a fighter, you are some of the best people who deal with fear because you are literally locking yourself into a ring, a cage, and squaring off with somebody and you have potential to get injured. How do you deal with that type of fear? Man, my my first fight, I was so nervous, man. It was crazy. Like literally like my legs were shaking. Like I was so nervous. I I posted a video on, on my Instagram uh, when my dad was behind me, he was kind of like just massaging my whole body because I was just like super tense, you know, but I was ready to go. But I was I was tense. I was nervous because I was thinking of all, you know, beforehand, I was thinking of the pressure and, you know, like, damn, like this is Anderson Silva's kid. And, you know, everybody's expecting something crazy for me, you know, and I was super tense and super nervous. But then uh one of the things that my dad was telling me in that moment was like, dude, you've, you've been working so hard for this. Like nothing we did at home, nothing we did in, in training camp is going to be, uh, nothing that you're going to experience up there is going to be harder than what we did at home and in, and in training camp. Like you're, you're more than ready for this and know that I am in there with you, you know, like, even though you're, you're, you're going to be fighting, going to be up there. I'm also up there with you, you know? And when I was fighting, all I could hear, is his voice, you know, like everything is like zoned out and all I could hear is him. And that helped a lot, you know? And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Just throwing yourself in the fire. Yeah, man, just pretty much. And uh, one of the other things that I think about is you're only gonna live once, you know, I'm only gonna get to do this once, you know? So I, why fear, you know, just go up there and just do it, you know? Like why, why be nervous, you know, of course, you're going to be nervous. There's no way of getting around it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I just think about it like, man, I'm, I'm only going to do this once. So I might as well just go out there and do it, you know, just have fun. You know what I'm saying? You have access to one of the most incredible fight minds in the world. I'm curious, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned from your dad? Just work consistently. Like hard work will be anything. You know, there's he, he tells me stories uh, that so many times he could have, you know, stopped doing this, you know, but hard work, persevering, everything, talent, everything. 
Uh, he wasn't the best at what he did when he was growing up, but, you know, he stayed at it, stayed consistent, worked hard, and, you know, now he is who, who he is. You know, till this day, he's almost 15. He's still fighting and training every day. I see him train so, so hard every single day. And, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I, I take from him is, is hard work. And around the house, how often are you guys fighting? Is there like a, a just designated area, no fighting at the kitchen table? Like, how does, how does it work? This is a house of fighters. Like, what's the dynamic like? That is it's random, bro. It could happen anywhere. No, there's no safe place in this house. <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, you know, at some point in your life, you will be a better fighter than your dad whether that's age that does that or whatever it's is it must be a it must be kind of fun because everybody's an athlete and competing so it's you know I, I could just imagine that there's a lot of fun things happen i was watching your instagram the other day and you had uh your dad put it on the the spider-man mask oh, yeah. that was hilarious so you guys look like you you have a lot of fun when you're doing um and, and training and practicing oh yeah and and we wanted to talk about the power of martial arts itself. How do you think martial arts has benefited your life and what values do you glean from practicing martial arts itself? The discipline, you, you have to be really disciplined in order, in order to do this, you know? And uh, that's one of the biggest things that, that I will always take with me forever. You know, even I'll pass it down to, to my kids, you know, they, they, like my dad always told me, I don't have to fight. I don't have to become a fighter, you know, but it's important to, to train, you know, not even for the fight itself, but for the discipline, you know, and it's always something that that I'm going to pass it on for for my kids as well, you know. Love so it. discipline and obviously it, discipline is required for martial arts, but ha, and has that translated into your everyday life? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100 yeah. percent. Even down to being on time for things, you know, uh, that. It has benefited me in so many ways, you know, my, my health, you know, staying, staying in shape and, you know, uh, that, man, there's, there's so many things. Uh, it, it's not just, just fighting, you know, like even somebody like me posting these, these trainings, you know, of, of me training with my dad or, you know, even training by myself, there's so many messages that I get from people like, man, like you motivate me to get, get up and go do something, you know, not even fighting you know it could be something completely different you know and i think that uh it, it motivates people to to do things you know at, whether it's fighting or, or something else is is it's good to man there's there's so many things there's so many things i i just if i had to say something to to the world is just you know even if you don't like fighting even if you don't want to be a fighter just go out there and, and try it you know there's it's gonna help you with so many different things your your mental health everything is it's just you're gonna feel alive you know even if you don't want to fight it has that magic it really does yeah well i think that is an amazing place to leave it so for people who ought to tune in and follow you and your journey i know you have a fight coming up can you tell us a little about when that's happening where to find you what social channels to reach out to um fill us in on how people can keep uh keep updated on your story yeah so the fight is going to be april 30th um i'm at it's on a, a for fighters rap the the promotion uh you could check them out at uh fighters rap uh, at fighters rap on, on instagram uh there you find 
tickets and uh, stream if everything that you need for, for the fight. You're going to find it there. And my socials are at Khalil Silva, K-A-L-Y-L-S-I-L-V-A uh, on Instagram and TikTok, uh, Twitch as well, and YouTube. So check me out. On the- and I'm there. Fantastic. Well, we're tuned in and we're going to, we're really excited about watching your journey unfold. And thank you for taking the time to share your story. And it's an honor. So thank you. Yeah. I I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we will see you next week.